Backdoor Cut! Yeah. Back for another week. You're tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo. Here, as always, with sad no Time Lord fan Jake Eisenberg. Mm. It's, um, to quote Denzel Washington, um, when you're at your highest moment, the devil comes for you. Is that, is that it? That's <laughs> something like that. I, um, I, I remember Denzel saying that in that movie. No, he said it to Will Smith after he slapped <laughs> fucking Chris Rock. Uh, I didn't yeah. think we'd get an Oscars reference in here. Yeah, I know a week later. But, um, but yeah, optimistic news. I'm sure we'll get to it. Um, but the vibes are back after blowing out the whiz today. I'm good. That's good. That's good. We will get to that. Yeah. But with us, as always, is maybe falling off the jazz. A lot of t- oh, turmoil man. over there, fan, Matt Beatty. It's, it's already happened. It's, I'm, oh. I'm, in, I'm in Dallas now. I've <laughs> I got, I got a big mansion in Dallas. I'm hanging out with Cuban. We're talking crypto. It's, <laughs> it's all good. Mate, considering how well you've done relative to all the other bandwagons, because they are just busting wheels left and right. <laughs> <laughs> All over the shop, Lakers, Nets, Jazz. No, Jazz. this one was a really nice transition. I feel Very like good. he <laughs> anamorphed from Utah to <laughs> Dallas yeah. like in one fell swoop. Uh, and he did it soon enough. I'll allow it. Yeah, I got in early. Come on, man. I got in there before. It's, it's all good. It's, yeah, it's, no, it's, I'll yeah. allow it. It's like first half jam. of the first season or something. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but pleasantries aside, we should dive into our favorite and only segment here on backdoor mm. cut the rose gold moment of the week of course where we celebrate absolutely anything aussie hoops in commemoration of their mm. rose gold win at the Be- uh, beijing tokyo olympics mm-hmm. um late last year fellas well i'm gonna leave this one to jake because jake <laughs> has full galaxy brained someone <laughs> it was another mm. tough week Trying to single out one Aussie can be a little bit difficult at times, but yeah, go on, hit me, mate. I'm holding out for when Paddy just lights up it in the playoff game, in the play-in twenty. Because yeah, that's, which he that's will. That's what of we course. need. We need yeah, that. Miss Rose Cup. Exactly. Um, speaking of the Jazz bandwagon, it's fallen apart. Transmission shot. I don't know what bandwagons are made out of, but imagine that they have transmission. Transmission's busted, and. It's leak and fuel, mate. Leak and fuel. <laughs> you can really tell I'm a car person. Um, it tended to coincide with the loss of, I mean, you, I don't want to call him Mr. Rose Gold himself, but 1A, 1B, Mr. Joe Ingles. This is does true. His, does his ACL. And man, I, I don't know if we managed to give one to Joe yet in this season. I don't think, maybe one Maybe week, one. I don't know. Yeah. Obviously the injury didn't help, but like, yeah. Well, because he's had a slowish start, I think, as well. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And then, but yeah, no other re- no, no other better time than a reverse Ewing theory situation. Mm. The Jazz have fallen apart without the Vibe Master. Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Jake. Like... I'm sure people have seen already, even though he's not healthy, the vibes happening in the Portland locker Mm. room and he's already embedding him. He might not even be there next season. They might flip him straight away. He's just that kind of guy. He's on this team. He's going to be a part of it, whether he's healthy or not. He's going to get his jersey retired without playing a minute with 
places. Look what's happening at Utah. They lose. He's gonna he's gonna convince Damon Lillard just to stay. Yeah. Put that, put mate, that mate, trade request mate. away, Dame. <laughs> he just loves that Aussie charm. Couldn't say no. Well, seriously, look what's happening over in Utah. They've lost Joe. All of a sudden, he must, I can only assume, be the glue that was holding mm. Gobert and Donovan Mitchell together after their beef the other year because he's out of town now and, like, it's it's full-blown, I'm not passing to you mode. Yeah, yeah, the stat that's going around, shout out McCade Pearson. Joe Ingles has passed the ball to Rudy Gobert 174 times this season. Donovan Mitchell has passed the ball to Rudy Gobert 151 times this season. Joe Ingles tore his ACL two months ago. Off the back of a clip of Rudy Gobert just posting up. I, it, the defender was so small, you couldn't even see him. Rudy was in the basket, and Donovan just completely ignored him and swung the ball to Bogey, and he just... Oh, yeah, well, that's right. It was the... Golden State collapsed, 18-0 run yeah. to get the Warriors back in the game to win it. And, yeah, the vibes between those two are completely fucked. Um, me and Beatty, before you hopped on, Josh, were discussing what to do here. Uh, Beatty, you, you're, you're ready to blow it up. I I mean, as the, the resident jazz person, absolutely. I've, I've had enough. Like, I'm... I'm, I'm raising the white flag. I, I, I just don't <laughs> think that obviously there's still the rest of this season to play out, but what they're a six seed right now, there's no mm. guarantee that they're going to stay up above the play in. They might drop down. Mm. Um, we've seen it playoffs after playoffs with them. And, and this team is slightly different. I don't want to big ups Joe Ingles and what he does on the mm. court too much, but like certainly he's been, you know, one of the, the sort of members of this team for the last, the whole Quinn Snyder era, whatever you want to call it. Um, I I just don't think they can bring this team back again, assuming that they, they kind of get bundled out in the first round or, or whatever it is, whatever it looks like. Like what, 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 what would have to, what would they have to do this year to, to change people's oh. sort of perception? Like they'd have to win a championship basically. Like it's it's and- interesting. I, I feel like they've gone, they've fallen so far that if they were to win one round, it might give people enough, like, if they were to win a series against the Mavs or the Warriors, which yeah. I don't know how that that's not it's not going to happen, you know. At this point, it's looking like a first round exit. Um, and we, yeah, we were saying like, is it a trade Gobert thing, or do you try and trade everybody else besides Mitchell and Gobert? And something that I, I've especially learned through this Celtics season is that you try and fix the pieces around the two stars before you break them up. I was obviously always a never trade. Jalen or Jason person, but getting the right pieces around them has obviously done wonders. I think that there's still because both of those guys are on contracts for long enough where you you can do another year with a complete retool around them. Granted, I do think it's probably smart to explore what's out there for. I think Charlotte and Atlanta make a lot of sense. Two teams that have awful defenses with a bunch of wing type players to to send back. Um, but yeah, it's the big changes are needed, whether it's Gobert or the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I really don't know what the right answer is either way. Like I, I, it's a good point. You bring up the Celtics and like, I, I never really thought of it. I was always probably leaning more towards we just, let's just trade Gobert. But at the same time, you know, Utah is a, a market that struggles to get free agents. It's, it's not going to be a nice place for guys to go in free agency. So it's, it's, it's 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 just a it's going to be an interesting off season for that team and, and 
in which yeah. direction they, they choose to go in. Yeah. And I've been in – sorry, go ahead, Josh. I was just going to say further to, further to that, like if you are going to retool around Gobert and Donovan Mitchell – what what is the tool that you put in there that actually fits these two guys? Because they've had a lot of different wings with a lot of different skills, and none I, of it fit. I think that like everything else that they've done in the past two three years has been really good. Obviously, Conley and and mm. I, I've really enjoyed Bojan Bogdanovic. I think yeah. he's a great fit. Clarkson's been huge for this team. Uh, but it's yeah. Ultimately, the the wing defense has been the thing that in the last the two seasons in particular has really started started to to stand out, and that they just the Clippers sort of did them in the playoffs last year, and and yeah, it, it's it's pretty clear even now when when Royce O'Neal is your your best wing defender, it's it's just not going to be enough against some of these elite wings in the league. So I I don't know. <laughs> I'm a bit I'm a bit worried for that organization. Yeah. Mm. I think uh, the thing I've thrown out, we threw out earlier, Gobert for Collins and DeAndre Hunter. Both teams probably... Why not, honestly? Uh, yeah. I think the Hawks just end up being the Jazz then because then they don't have any perimeter defense. Uh, but hey. they've got the worst defense in the league anyway. Might as yeah. Well. <laughs> but it, it, it's also, I mean, to bring it back to Joe, right? Like Joe's a free agent coming up. Mm. He's coming off a, an ACL at 34. Yeah. You know, it's it'll be interesting what he decides to do and, and what offers are on the table for him and where he wants to go. Like <laughs> Jake is um, gesturing quite clearly that Joe should go to the Boston Celtics. Well, and I mean, I, I, like, if yeah, I fix, it, baby. it's going to be a weird one. Like, what does he like? Does he? I guess he just takes a minimum, or yeah. does he? Does he prioritize a good situation where he can can be on a contender versus just trying to get one big payday to, to finish it off. I don't know. But like, yeah, I mean, I, this guy is, you mentioned it at the top. He's the, he, he's the captain of the vibes on this team. And, yeah. and since his departure, it's, it, it's kind of just all fallen apart. Who'd have thunk it? Turns out those rose gold boomers mm. actually have something, uh, something going on for him over there. Exactly. Right. Um, before we move on, Josh, I have, um, I didn't prep you for this. Oh, yeah. But, hey, yeah. Go. So we've had a, um, I'm not sure if I'd call it a complaint, but Andrew Mudre from Melbourne okay, um, has reached out. Andrew, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Big fan. He's always, one, he might be our, our, like our main influencer out there telling, <laughs> telling people to, to tune in. Always appreciate uh, that. So he's from Melbourne, um, Brett Brown. Used to be his coach back in the day, um, and we were talking about the Sydney Kings, and I, I, I didn't even, you know, realize, but you said Sydney, the home of Aussie hoops. It's the hoops oh, capital, baby. It is, man. Oh, it's here the hoops we go. capital. <laughs> oh, okay, so if you if you tell people enough times, it, it, it's true. <laughs> That's the approach that that Paul Smith and the Kings are taking. Um, well. Sorry, Marge doesn't look like you're getting an apology on that one. <laughs> oh, so I take it. Yeah, Andrew just, believes that uh, Melbourne is the hoops capital of Australia. He does indeed. Uh, Melbourneian uh, would think that, wouldn't they? I mean, they would. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm playing a diplomatic role <laughs> in this scenario. Hey, it says it on their home court. It says it on the it, it's, <laughs> home come on, of it Aussie must, hoops. It must be. It's the hoops capital, baby. Come on. It's hard to argue that. It's written on the and court. And ten wins in a row. 
Come John on. Adams might be MVP this year. Drill Martin, Xavier Cooks. It's looking good in Sydney, man. But it's right. going to be an all New South Wales grand final at this at this rate. My Hawkies are my Hawkies are on a roll. They're going to make the playoffs. <laughs> Beatty's Hawkies over here just signed uh, Briggs of rap fame. Yeah, I did see to that. a um, <laughs> ambassadorial role. Mate, we got all the good ambassadors. We got Volkanovski in the UFC. We got Briggs. We're holding it. Briggs down. is from Melbourne. <laughs> he doesn't even want to ambassador those teams. Well, wow. uh, I think United's ambassador is uh, like Tones and I or something. It's a bit. Uh, Probably doesn't quite have the same impact. How she go, man? Anyway, you, you picked the wrong bone, Andrew Mudgeway. Yeah, I this is, that is not how I expected this to go. I'm going to be honest. But well, I appreciate you listening, big fans. For sure. Moving uh, on. Why don't we get stuck into a big look through the playoff spots and what we're looking at coming into the playoffs, I think, next week? Or Mate, at least the season ends next week. This, whatever the 24-hour equivalent to seven days is, seven days from right now, the regular season will be concluded and we will be previewing the playing games to start tomorrow. Got you. Well. Very exciting. Quick look at the standings. If we go east, somehow, we were just chatting about this earlier, but somehow the Heat have roller-coasted their way to the top of the east against all these surging teams, what do you think? Is they, Surely they're not the number one threat in the East, despite so, being the top seed. We, we, missed the, we missed the week of turmoil at the Heat. The four-game losing streak to the Sixers with no Harden and Maxi, the Warriors with no Dre, Clay and Steph. The 17-point second-half lead they blew to the Knicks without Julius Randle. Losing by 40 points to the next the next day. The blow up on the bench. Jimmy Butler tried to fight Spo. And Haslam. And Haslam. But they've righted the ship instantly. They've won four in a row, beat the Kings, whatever. Beat the Celtics, beat the Bulls, beat the Raptors on a back-to-back today. So the next day, without Jimmy, without Tucker, without Deadman, without Vincent. The Raptors have been excellent lately. I... I'm a, quietly a convert in the sense where I had them in the third tier of my East contenders where I had Milwaukee and a healthy Boston at the top and then Philly. Actually, no, I had them. Had them. Yeah, I think I even had them below that. But now they're firmly in that second tier again below Milwaukee. I kind of thought they were, they were, were not a more fraudulent team in the league. Um, this was the term that we were throwing around last yeah. week. I still don't think they could win the East, but I can see them making the East finals now. Like I can see them actually winning a round or two, but I, I still don't think that they have enough offensive firepower to get through a box. But yeah, so I, I'm, I'm a convert, but not they're no longer a fraud. Okay. That's where I am. As it, but the, well, this is exactly what I mean by roller coaster. We were pretty high on them by all accounts, and then calling them frauds last week, and they've just righted the ship just like that, snapped their fingers, winning back to backs, beating the Celtics. It's a really tough team to pin down. I guess they had a bad week, and it really showed. What do you reckon, Beatty? I, I really, 
yeah, I, I just don't know what to make of this team. <laughs> like the the record is is the record, right? And they're, yeah. they're good. They're the like you team. can't argue with that. But I just I look at some of these other teams in the East, and I'm just like, yeah, I, I would take them, and I'd take them, and I'd take them over Miami. And I, I know Miami have got the, the the playoff chops, and Spo's a great coach, and all this sort of stuff. But I just even from a top end talent point of view, like I, I probably like the talent on some of the other teams, and it's it's well, that's that's yeah. the thing. They don't they don't have that one guy. Like Jimmy's been very oh, in and out of the lineup injury yeah. wise. He's had some shockers of, yeah. of games lately. Yep. Bam's been good, but like you know, it hasn't been a massive Carl Lowry yeah. seat. Hero's been awesome, but you know, right? There's there's no. There's no, there's no Giannis, there's no Tatum, there's no DeRozan. Well, I, like, some of the teams below them here, we've got the Celtics in second, the Bucks in third, the 76ers in fourth. That's just the next three teams, and all three well, yeah. of them, you would argue, have much higher top-end talent. Yeah, but who, okay, who of the Heat, who of the rest of the contenders are you picking over the Heat? Celtics? Yes, for yeah. me. Yeah, I would pick the Celtics over the Heat. I'd pick the Bucks over the Heat. I'd probably pick the 76ers I'd over pick the Heat. The Sixers See, as that's well, yeah. that's where I'm. I mean, I'm, I've moved the Heat into three for me now. I believe it because if James Harden just decides to have a shit night, then Heat can take care of him. But I just kind of trust the Heat to just be solid down the stretch versus the Sixers. I has just vomit all over yourselves, written all over them. No. I, I probably got a little bit more time for Embiid, I suppose. And I don't really know why because we haven't seen it that much in the playoffs, but like I'm still gonna I'm still gonna yeah. hitch my hitch my wagon to that, I suppose. It's fair. And I Philly, mean like I I still think they're gonna be a tough playoff team. Like they've got Embiid, they've got Matisse that people are gonna have to score on. They've got uh Tobias Harris who's been you know He's been not- better. Not completely feeble yeah. the past couple of weeks. He's been a lot I'm, better lately. Maxi's a wild card. I'm happy to take the half, the the glass half full approach with them. Like yeah. uh, until we see them choke again, and, and okay, then we'll talk about it on that podcast. But like for now, like I don't know. Particularly again, if we're going to compare them to the Heat, I just I, I want to see the best version of the Sixers, and I, I do think that that is better than the best version of the Heat. I do agree with that. I just you guys are addicts. You guys are adding. Maybe so. Maybe so. Ben's not even there anymore. Just one more run. One more run. Maybe they can do it. I just think Embiid's that good. Yeah, like, legit. He is, I just think he he's that, that good. good. He is that good. And even like, dude, even Harden. Like, we were, I was trying to do some more NBA stuff earlier, and like, you look at Harden's numbers, and like, I know they're still pretty good, man. Like, I know. It's, yeah, it's like even it's, today, twenty twenty-one point triple double, but. Yeah. <laughs> It's disgusting. Just don't look at the field goals. <laughs> Four for eighteen, or yeah. What it was it? Was it was the same shit today? Yeah. Um, what do you think of Doc Rivers calling him out? Good. He needed to. He had a fucking stinker after the, and that's the thing. They lost to the Pistons, and they absolutely collapsed. Listener, in case you're unaware what I'm talking about, uh, James Harden had a stinker against the Pistons, and after the game, the reporter said, "Oh, what does the team have to work on? This and that." And Doc Rivers essentially replied with, the team doesn't have to do anything. It was James Harden who sucked tonight. Yeah, yeah. He was like, what do you have to do to fix the bench? And it's like, it wasn't the bench. It was Harden. Yeah. And and he was right. Like, he, he had, had that. Some of the turnovers, it's not even the number of turnovers. It's some of them, it's like, dude, are you are you awake? <laughs> yeah, like, it does feel awake? like that sometimes. But like, yeah, four for 15. But like the numbers, you know, 18, nine, and seven. Two steals and a block. But 
you gotta yeah. you, you watch it and it's like christ almighty okay well okay that's um, yeah, that's yeah. philly that's miami what about celtics and bucks how do they weigh in on this uh, to be honest i think i put celtics and bucks just a notch above both of Miami and Philly. Oh, easily. It's not even. Mm. It's not even a question. Even so, with the t- even with the Williams injury, like uh, I, I still am confident there. Um, uh, this is a big one. Why don't yeah. lay, a, lay it on us, Jake? So yeah, talk about just the vibes, the buzzkill, the come down happening after we get the drop of Williams injury. Another. Massive blowout to a hot team in the Timberwolves, and then we find out Rob Williams has done his meniscus, and then every Celtics fan and reporter is a doctor on meniscuses for the next forty-eight hours. There's the Jaron Jackson Jr. route where you're out for a year. There's um, Embiid, you play through it. There's all these different options, um, and one of the options is the tear is a certain way where you. Just shave it and you're back in the shortest possible timeline, basically the four weeks. That gets him back basically for the second round. Uh, we get news of the surgery. Is basically his best possible case scenario. He sounds like he's going to could be back for the beginning of the second round. In that, So if that's true, then yes, I'm with you guys. I think that they're in the box are clear and tier one by themselves. Without Rob... I kind of move them down into the heat tier. It's like Bucks, Celtics, Heat, and then Sixers, maybe still in that tier, but third in that tier. What he brings to the team, like we're talking about most valuable players that score 10 points or less. Like the Celtics have a really good defense without Robert Williams, but with him, it's clearly the best team in the best defense in the league. He brings this level of intimidation and athleticism that they don't have without him. Like, Tice is fucking solid. But you would not believe if I told you that they're the same height. Yeah. But they are. But he has the seven foot six wingspan and can jump out the gym and has just the feel, the IQ to play the position that some guys just don't have. Um, and then on offense, he gives them that vertical spacing that Tice doesn't quite have. Um, so there was a couple games where they, you know, figuring it out, lost to the heat. It looked like they were trying to just like make Tice be Rob, but now they've the last two games. It's like no, we kind of have to morph and use Tice in a Tice way. He can shoot the ball a little bit more. He can actually post up a little bit. Um, he, he can seal well. Like go back to what Tice was really good at, and I think that they can now you know right the ship and and find themselves without Rob. I just think that they don't have that finals contender, championship contender level gear without Rob. So it's just hard for me to figure out what exactly um, is going on with them because it's that, kind of up in the air. That's fair though. Like you yeah. dropping them to say Miami's tier without a defensive player of the year candidate. That's fair, you know. Yeah, that's still pretty good. You're still in the running. Where I um, get a yeah. little bit of optimism towards yeah. this is, and I could be crazy here, mm. but I feel like when there's a really tight knit team like the Celtics seem to mm. be and a key guy goes out, but you know he's not going to be out forever. He's going to be out for however long. They almost, it can happen that they all rise up enough that they carry that that Mm. weight that's being missed 
And then you, you, as a team, you've just leveled up essentially. You've just gotten better through carrying this weight that before you didn't have to carry, but now you are. But then this guy's going to come back and this team's already been, you know, doing all this extra shit and then they get Rob Williams back. I feel like that's a, that's a big, big impact return in the middle of the playoffs. Man, you're hyping me up. I'll tell you that. You got me feeling good. <laughs> this is what I was trying. I didn't know how to. Uh, we were talking about it in our chat the other day. I didn't know how to articulate this, mm. but that's what I meant. Yeah, I love it. Well, you've articulated it perfectly, and I'm back in, baby. <laughs> no, I that's mean, great. To, add, to add to it, like, I think the Celtics are a very switchy team, right? Like, Tatum, Tatum's size is like, he can guard. Yeah pretty much all five positions, right? Like that Timberwolves game you mentioned, yeah, like he's guarding Cat. Like it's so, – so I and, – and when you look at, you know, some of the potential first-round matchups, what's going on in the East, like I I, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I kind of am confident that they'll be able to, to, to hold on. Like mm-hmm. again, you know, you're going to say if you bumped into an Embiid at some point, now you're probably a bit more concerned. But like at the same time, like it's I, – I, I'm still reasonably confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And all that being said – Jalen and Jason are like, and Marcus especially Smart, right now. If you want to talk about Deploy, like you know, Jeez. that's another dude who's in yeah. that conversation. Like, like Jalen and Jason, right, like right now, are good for sixty points, twenty rebounds, and ten assists between them, like every night with elite defense. J- Jalen, you know how every year he like just comes in with a new thing. Yeah. This year, I was like, okay. You, you didn't level up like to a new tier this year. That that's that's fine. You, we can now. You've gotten so good that it takes another year to to find that. And he had a little. He had the hamstring injury earlier in the year. He had a little ankle earlier and a little slump. But like the last seven games, he's averaging thirty points on ridiculous shooting. And all of a sudden, he's developed the hardened step back. Like he he's doing the between the the legs dribble back forward, back forward, back forward, step back, bang, and he's nailing it and because like Harden in his prime was so good at getting to the rim like Jalen is they're on their toes they're they're so jumpy and he just waited until the last 20 games of the season to pull it out and all of a sudden he's got that in his bag and when you talk about the playoffs and things slowing down and guys needing to be able to get their own shot Jalen and Jason can get their own shot they can get to the rim and the playmaking that Tatum has like he, he was on triple double watch today. If he, if he had to play more than twenty eight minutes, he maybe would have got there. Um, so yeah, those two guys, I still back them um, against anyone outside of the Bucks without rub. Uh, yeah, and the bench is just come on. Also, just quietly cannot wait to see Derek White play in the playoffs for the Celtics. He he's found himself too now. Like he was a little like trying to figure out. Like he was still playing well, like defending, cutting, passing, but now he's figured out where to pick his spots on offense. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, so now they're they're kind of like sneaky deep. Like Pritchard has now turned into like I don't even know. Like he's like a he's not quite a sixth man of the year thing, but he just like comes in and hits four threes like every game. <laughs> yeah, take a seat. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Um, so yeah, they're 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 right of the ship. They got they got the bulls up next, Joshy. So yeah, I'm not confident about that potential first round um, first round preview. But uh, bef- the day before that, yeah, they play the Bucks. Is where you're going. Yes. yes. Before we get to the Bulls, Beatty, would you <laughs> consider the Celtics or the Bucks a bigger threat to the championship? I, I like the vibes with the Celtics. Obviously, the, the no. obviously the, the Williams injury is is tough, 
and I mean, I, I do love Giannis, and I think obviously they they did it last year, but I you kind of got to put some weight behind that. But I mean, the vibes with, with Boston are really good right now, and I I don't think that anyone else in the East has been consistently that good. And like, obviously, that doesn't mean that it's not going to change going forward. But I I I mean, I think Boston is 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 they're the hottest team in the league, mate. What do you what do you need to what more do you need to know? I I just think that the Bucks have another gear, like oh absolutely yeah you know it's, yeah, and I'm not sure what if any of these other teams do. Like I don't think the Heat have another gear really. I don't think no. there's anyone as we said. Um, the Celtics have been playing really well, and I, I just really like the the Giannis Middleton Drew yeah. like three. I I just think that that and obviously they went through it all last year and I, I think they're going to be so much better for that experience to do it again like it's so in that respect like it's 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 I'm splitting hairs but it's yeah. it's just I'm picking the team that's got the form right now. Yeah. That's that's literally it. I think that's fine and the Celtics play the Bucks really well. Like I always always have. So, I get, my my thing with the Bucks this year is just like they they haven't been that mm. red hot regular season team this year they've they've, yeah. they've they've dropped games where you would expect them to win so it's it's sort of harder to to off off the sample that we've seen up to this point and again this is where you know you you get in the playoffs and it's a whole different season now and maybe mm. they just turn the switch and hit that gear and now it's now it's a whole different ball game but yeah i i, I guess going off the regular season so far yeah i'm taking boston mm. I kind of feel like if Brooke Lopez was healthy from day one, they would have just cruised to 60-something wins and we wouldn't even be having this yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Sure. He, yeah, think, yeah. He, he's looked pretty good from since coming back, which is so big for them. just gives them the ability to play, yeah. play another way. Um, yeah, I just think from, I've been reminded, especially the last week or so, about the level that Giannis went to last year mm. in the playoffs where – Came Do you remember against... how excited we got? Oh my god, man! Yeah. Like I was Team Bucks. Yeah, you know? I was. I was Mr. Bucks, and I mean, like fifty points in a closeout game against yeah. the Suns. And I mean, that, that dude, yeah. he, he could be the best player in the world on, think, on any given any given yeah. night. So that's yeah. From that, I, I aspect, think yeah. yeah. Him and Durant, it's, it's him and it's those two. And you see it against the Sixers last week. You think the Sixers are going to be able to steal one? I thought it was actually the best game the Sixers have played since the Harden trade. Like across the board, I thought everybody played really well. But Giannis just keeps battling, battling. Sixers have a shot. Embiid gets the board, offensive rebound. Giannis block, just like the finals. Like it does. It, he just makes the play. Yeah. And then two days later, OT against the Nets, misses the three. Next play down, knocks knocks it down. It misses two free throws. Next play down, knocks him down. It. And I'm just like, I, I don't know if I can bet against this guy. Yeah. Um, I certainly would not. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. And, and yeah. And I was just showing them, showed us last year, the bud thing. They can kind of be adaptable throughout the playoffs. So I'm just, I'm just deferring to the Bucks. If, if Rob Williams hadn't got injured, I, I might, I, I was there. I was like, Celtics going to the finals. So if we get him a healthy rub back second round, we're back. Maybe they maybe they get they get they get the ship righted like real righted before the playoffs with this Tice thing, uh, and then a little warm up with the Bulls, right? We can clean our teeth yeah. before we move on. Yeah, well, okay. Before we head west, 
just shy of this top four, we've got the Bulls, the Raptors, the Cavs, Hawks, bit of Hornets, Nets action in the play-in spots. Oh, yeah. uh, any of those teams really going to knock on the door of the top four or are we just, you know, faffing about here? The, the, my little flame, my little Nets flame is is, is, is flickering out. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm still holding on for hope. I, I'm, I'm trying to, <laughs> to, to blow some oxygen, trying to, to build that bad boy back up. But <laughs> I just, uh, we were saying before we started recording, Jay, like it's, KD can only do so much, right? And it's just like if, if he's dropping 55 a game and they still can't get wins against some of the teams that they're playing. I know, again, I know it's regular season, whatever, but like, it's like you, you're going to have to do it in the playoffs at some point if you're going to have success. And it's, it's just like if you can't even do it in this situation, like I just don't think they've got the cattle this year. Yeah. That, that Hawks game was the one where I was like, yeah. okay, maybe this is, maybe this is not going to be able to happen. Yeah. 55. On yep. 28 shots. I mean, like, yep. you basically can't play a better game. Kyrie had 30. And the Hawks were kind of just up 10 the whole game. They, they got it close in the fourth, but, like, only briefly. Yeah, I, 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 got, some, I got some stats for you. Uh, last eight games, Nets gave up 122 to the Hawks, lost. 120 to the Bucks. OT, lost. 123 to the Pistons, won. 119 of the Hornets lost. Granted, the Nets run it back-to-back. They held the Heat to 95, but the Heat run it back-to-back. Gave up 132 to the Grizzlies without Jar. Gave up 123 to the Blazers, who were playing like Ellaby and... Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. <laughs> like, Fuck. Josh Hart, I think, almost had 30. Like, all the, he's been playing really well lately. Um, but yeah, like, the de- there's no defense. Yeah, yeah. It's, That's it's not nuts. how you win a title. Like there's just K- so many. KD could score a hundred points. That's not how you win. Like their only size they have is Drummond, and Claxton's been good too. But then it's like Kyrie, Seth, Dragic, Patty. All of these guys are tiny. Like yeah. They go up against the Bucks or the Celtics. They might win some of the early games in the series, but then by the time you get to Game Six or Seven, like Tatum will have been just backing down Kyrie, and Jalen will have been going at KD or for seven games. And the minutes that these guys are racking up are insane. Like, Katie's playing like 40 a night and has been for the past like 10 games. It's, yeah. um, I think the, yeah. the standings. I'm still scared, are, though. Yeah, like, you wouldn't want to play them. I don't want to play, the, but... I don't want to play Durant in round one. Like, I still think that those teams are going to win, but you don't want to play Ky- Ky- Katie in round one. He can score 55 points on 28 shots. You still want to yeah. do it. By no, you do it. not. But yeah, I guess. In terms of actual, like, lifting the championship trophy, I think no. the East has kind of evened out to the top four really are the top four. Maybe yeah, not I in order, so. but um, I think that's it's those call. four. Yeah. yeah. Any closing thoughts before we head west, fellas? Um, I had an insane experience with the Raptors fans online earlier in the week. Uh, so the Celtics lost to the Heat and then rested Al, Jason, Jalen in Toronto on the back-to-back. So it was like Sam Hauser, Neesmith, you know, and we went to OT against the full Raptors team. And I was couldn't have been prouder of the boys fighting. And the Raptors fans on Twitter, I've never seen a more toxic reaction all over the live streams on YouTube in the comment section being like, 
fuck the Celtics. We're going to take you out in the first round. Like, Siakam All-NBA. And I'm like, what? what is going on? They get one little title and they think they run the league. It was absurd. Like, do you guys not remember the last time the Celtics played the Raptors? Siakam took two years to recover. Anyway, literally. Literally, literally took two years to recover. So that was just... And now I want the Raptors in round one. I was just... Very interesting. I, was, I never pegged Raptors fans as uh, oh, confrontational. They're insane. they're insane. They're insane. As Ben Golliver t- uh, termed them, the Toronto Termites. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, well, so that's all. Moving west. Mm. Should we hey. start at the top or the bottom? I feel like Beatty should start with his new flame. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. What, my, my Mavs? Yeah, the stealth contender. We're going to the stealth. finals, baby. We got, the, we got the future best player in the world. At this Just point, if that actually happens, I, I actually, I'd be surprised, but like, I could see it. Absolutely. I'd, he's on the trajectory, man. LeBron made the finals in hey. 23-year-old, 24-year-old, 07. Yeah. This, yep. this, is, this, this is the year. Nah. I, I mean, I, I mean... I, I've really enjoyed watching them since January or so. Them along with Boston, I think, in that time mm. have been far and away the best two teams in the league. It's it's so weird. We've talked about and it Phoenix. on previous episodes. Yeah, Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 I, I feel know, like it's I almost it's disrespect just, with Phoenix. Yeah, it, it sucks. Out. No, you, yeah. you're right. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's, it's crazy how that trade has just completely changed the fortunes of this team and Dinwiddie's come in and, and Luke has been mm. amazing and, and all the other role players have, have, have played their bit. I, I I think they can get the three seed. I think the Warriors are, are there at the moment, right? And yep. like it's it's definitely sort of in play for them. Uh, They're one I, game behind the Warriors. I know. I kind of like whatever, whether it's a three or the four, I kind of like the matchup either way. Like considering we, we, we've touched Utah on, on them earlier and I just don't think that they're going to be able to do anything in the playoffs if they happen to get them. And if they don't get them, they get Denver. And like that, you know, I, I think it'd be a good series. I don't necessarily think one way or the other whether it, it's a, a strong, you know, Mavs are going to be better here or, or, or Denver, but it, it would just be cool to watch. Um, I don't know. Like it's, it's I, I'm optimistic for them. I, I just think that Lucas, I just want to see this guy in the playoffs again. I want to see him yeah. get out of the first round. I want to see him not have to go seven games against the Clippers. And mm. all the wing defense that they, they can, can throw at them. And, and he's had that, I think, the last two years. So hopefully we can get a slightly better matchup for him and, and, and they can progress a little bit further. Oh, they're getting out of the first round. I'm, I'm more looking at one. I just looked at the odds. And 23 to 1 for the, for the Mavs is pretty nice. For, to win the championship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the problem, I think, why that is, maybe. So both the Warriors and the Mavs have only three games left. Mavs play Pistons, Blazers, Spurs. Call it three and zero. Warriors have Lakers, Spurs, Pelicans. So I, I think it's going to be tough for yeah. the Mavs to get into that three spot, and that three spot's huge because then you avoid the Suns until the conference finals. Yeah. That being said, man, watching the Mavs play the Bucks today after I just heaped all that praise on the Bucks, the Mavs have three really impressive wins lately. The, the Bucks today, the Nets. And that Celtics game, like, they're really, really good. And it's gotten to a point where Luca, like, I don't really know what you what you do with this guy, like how you defend them, because I think you have to switch because if you if you trap him 
there's no one outside of LeBron that generates better looks outside of the double team. Like it's just perfect pocket passes into these shooters' hands. If you go over the screen, he puts your fucking point guard like Drew Holiday, who's an incredible. He's gonna make all defense in jail, and he's so big that Drew's just like a, can't do anything. And it's either a lob, gets to the rim, gets to the line. You have to switch and then and hope that your guy can hold up. But he's he's that good. I don't know what you do with these guys. Like he he's he's off. He generates good looks all game, and he and now he's playing really good defense. Like yeah, like at least solid defense. I I, I think that I'm still very much. I think you just got to double. I, I'm very much still double, and like you just got to hope that Reggie Bullock's it not up. hitting his shots. Yeah, of course it's it's, it's going to yeah. be. But I, I just think that he's going to get his regardless, and it's just it's tough, whether or not man. like he's because he's had a lot of games this year where you know he's six, seven, eight turnovers because obviously yeah. like he's the primary ball handler and he's he's going to be pushing a lot of passes that sometimes they they come off and other times they don't. So it's I, I think that's, that's how it is, and it's like the, their style is just very suited to the players. I think they just oh, yeah. junk they just junk it up like good teams that you know have play with good pace, whatever. Like they'll just slow it right back down and. and I do think that that is is something that's gonna it's gonna be advantageous for them in the playoffs. I I, I do like them. I I just don't think they have any fear of anyone. So I, I I'm I'm very optimistic for them. Joshy, I tend to agree. Like nothing about this Mavs team gives me a sense that I should be you know worried that they'll flame out. It seems they're trending upward. If anything. They've got a coach who was on the last Mavs team to win a title, so he knows yeah. what it's like to win there. Okay. Um, I'm yeah, I'm with it, man. I'm kind of nervous that they just take out everyone and make the finals. Well, yeah, and what like, I mean, we know what you're going to get from Luca come playoff time. Like those two yeah. series against the Clippers, I yeah. mean, unreal. Yeah. Now, but to go back to tears, I guess similar to the East, I have I have Suns alone at the top. Yeah, yeah fair enough. But then tier two, I have Mavs, Warriors, Grizzlies all together. But I honestly, I'm at a point now that I think I have Grizzlies at this in second after the Suns. I love love what they're doing, and the Warriors just we do them next. But God, they got to get it together. It's just not all it's not all happening all at the same time. As someone who has been very vocal about my love for the Grizz for a while now, mm. I'm actually not that high on their title chances, so to speak. Like if we were to put them in tiers, I would probably have Dallas and the Warriors above them. Okay. Through through no other reason than I just don't think they've got the experience. They're going to come into a, a night where something they need to figure out this problem and maybe they just can't figure it out. Um, they got plenty of exuberance. They got plenty of energy. Mm-hmm. But have they won playoff series before? You no. know, you got to start Look, somewhere. It's going to be a good test case of like, how much does that matter? You know, yeah. Like, they've been unreal all year with Jar, without Jar. Any team doesn't matter. They crush the. Next. I, I'm so with you. It's not funny. Like that. My only thing here is, I've seen so many teams in the past few years wreck the regular season. Yeah, no. Go into the playoffs and do nothing. Um, and I'm different... not saying Grizzlies are going to be that team. They could wreck everyone and make me look like a fool right now. But it's a different, yeah, it's a different sport yeah. in the playoffs. Like it yeah. honestly is completely different. And you forget yeah. every year because you get so caught up in the regular season. Yeah. How can you not just ten billion games? 
it's not that open in the playoffs. Jar can't just like dance around everyone and jump yeah. over someone's head for a dunk. I yeah, I admittedly I probably just haven't followed them enough this year to really have a strong opinion either way. Mm. I I really do like the fact that in a way I really look at it and look at it as a good thing that they don't have like they're not cursed by failures pass in the playoffs. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I kind of I, I just again I said it for Dallas, I'll say it for these guys, I just don't think they're scared of anyone. I don't think that I don't. They they carry themselves with a, a swagger. I don't think they're going to care if they have to play the Warriors and mm. the Warriors have got Draymond and Steph and all these guys who have done it multiple times in the past. Like, I don't think they they give a damn. Like, I, I for me, it's just more. I just don't know whether or not they're good enough. I suppose, and, mm. and that's yeah. because I haven't watched them enough this year. Yeah. I if I, if you were to ask me, like we were just talking about the East and the top four is kind of the top four in no particular order, but yeah. You know, they're probably the contenders. Here we've got the Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors, and Mavericks. And if by my own logic I take the Grizzlies out of that and insert another team from the West into that contendership range, we've got fifth, the Nuggets, sixth, the Jazz, seventh, Timberwolves. But I actually think the Clippers are the dark horse here Mm. to just pull something out of nowhere because they have been coming back on teams all year, regardless of how far down they are, with, you know, a third of their actual team playing. And they just got Paul George back, and there's rumblings that Kawhi might just appear in the playoffs as well. And if that happens, like, that's a a big worry. That's absurd. Can you imagine if they're the 8th seed and the Suns get Kawhi and Paul George in real life? It'd be awesome. It'd be be bullshit. It's bullshit, bullshit. but... Um, Like... Yeah, the, I actually I push back on the Grizzlies. The, that top four as the East, I think, is clearly the top four. That's fair. Um, and I love what the second round looks like in the West. Like a Warriors, I mean, a Suns, Mavs, and a Grizzlies Warriors second round is just glorious bloodbath mm. material. Um, I just the Nuggets don't have enough. We've already basically written the Jazz off. Timberwolves, that could be a they, like they could push someone to six games in the first yeah. round. But um, but yeah, the clip. I mean, like if Kawhi's back, sure. But even without even, him, like they might surprise someone. I, I would say it would be the same as the Timberwolves. I could see them pushing someone to six games with just Paul George. Um, I think that I think the Grizzlies are that good, and the and those top four teams are that good that a team like that's not going to actually win a series against them. Um, like. Uh, you're against your Bulls just uh, the other day. The Clippers absolutely choked against the Bulls. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Absolutely <laughs> Bulls had no choked. right winning that game. Absolutely choked. Um, credit to Rosen. What a game. Yeah, um, 50 points. Yeah, but like my dad was saying, like he knew the score, but wanted to go back and because he's scouting our um, first round of pl- uh, opponents. Oh, nice. And go back and watch the fourth quarter. And he was like, how did... He's like, did this actually go to overtime? Was there a mistake on my um, app? And yeah, and the Clippers playoff P, he was at it again. <laughs> so, Fabling his way out of there. Yeah, unless Kawhi's back. So I guess this time next week we should have an idea if that's possible. And I mean, really, like, yes, the Grizzlies deserve to be in that top four and they're probably the bigger threat than the rando Clippers 
which are entirely a myth, this, mm. this fear that I've built around them. But I could believe it. That, that's, that's the Clippers. Point. Yeah, that's, 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 that's my point. Hell, the Nets West. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I honestly might have the Grizzlies over the Warriors. The Warriors are just... Well, standings-wise, they are. The well, Warriors I mean, are third. Yeah, I mean, Three I don't and know. seven. I think the Warriors are just, they haven't been able to, like you said, Jake, they just haven't been able to get it together since everyone, either someone's been out mm. and then when everyone has been there, it's its just, we haven't seen enough of it this season. I know, so short-lived. I hate that it was Marcus that injured Steph, but yeah, unfortunately it was and we have to hope that Steph's ready to go when he comes back. Yeah. Um, Clay's looking they, all right. Oh, what a game again. I mean, talk, they, we said, talk about that Utah game. He was hitting all the Clay shots. Yeah. Lean those leaning threes when he's got no space and he just jumps in a certain direction to get to get the space and then knocks them down. It's so ridiculous. So, I mean, I'm gonna look like, like an idiot when the Warriors obviously beat the Grizzlies, but like it just feels like the Grizzlies would win right now. But yeah, just quietly as well before we wrap this up. Uh, shout out to my lock of the year. Spurs, yeah, beating that win total and sending the Lakers out of the play-in spots altogether. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about the Lakers. You know, fucking why? Well, they're not threats, are they? Yeah, man. No, you, you're you're not wrong. It was your luck of the year. I actually was running through the over/unders that we pulled uh, pulled together before the year. We all went over, though. Yeah, well, well said. ridiculous total, twenty-nine and a half or twenty-eight and a half or something crazy. Yeah, no, twenty-nine and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're going to smash that, and they and they're quietly good. seven and three in their past ten games. They've been Dude. finishing the year hot. They're I think I was. Be... This is a classic. I was one year too early. Next year's the year. I got to say though, it's quietly the reason why. The, if like if you don't like the play, and I understand, because we're going to like what we've got to watch the Pelicans and the Spurs play again. <laughs> yeah. Like I like I'll, I'll watch it. I'm, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm an enjoyer of things, yeah. but like. Like no, those, I, you know, I, 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 I thought that earlier today. Like, I don't know whether or not I, maybe the league just likes it because it's more games and it's it's yeah. something to sell to TV. But like at the same time, like, ah, uh, how much longer good. are we going to do this? Yeah, yeah. yeah like we say it. this now though, but had Lakers made the play in, that's much must-watch TV for sure. But this is the thing. Like, okay, they're they're the 11 seed. What's what's Next year, the plane goes down to the 12th yeah. seed. Like what, like, what are we doing? Like, no, like... This is it's good how it is. I like it because it makes the race. It's the, it's the, it's the race for the sixth seed is, yeah. is real because then you don't have to deal with it. Um, I, I like it. I like it. Yes, there's going to be plenty of years where the fucking 9 and 10 are just like this year, 10 games below 500 or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so... I yeah. mean, it would be more interesting, like, um, yeah, let's see Kawhi come back. Let's see Zion put a uniform on. Okay, now I'm interested. Oh my gosh. Like, sweet. At yeah. least Pelicans and Spurs and Hornets and Nets are decent games, though. Well, yeah, yeah, if back in the else. East, like, the Nets is kind of the thing that I'm holding on to, right? And it's just sort oh, of the, like, yeah. yeah, like, if they honestly, don't get in, it's either way, it's going to be must-watch. People are going to want to watch that. Yeah, and honestly, the Hawks have been better lately in, like, their offense is still so good where you're like, oh, i got to deal with Trey Young picking rolls for a series. Like, it's kind of hard, man. I mean, Trey's um, just been waiting all year for the playoffs, right? Like, he's, he's, he's hey, going to start trying really, now. Five in a row. He's bored. He's bored. He's waiting. Yeah, he's, he's waiting for to, the he's real season. Up, warming up. 
Him or Kyrie? Well, fellas, outside of that tremendous run through there, I didn't really have too much more to discuss. <sighs> Man. Any, any closing thoughts? No, one week to go. The it's final week of the regular season. Man, that rolled around quick, I feel like. I know. The last month always is like, oh, we got a month to go, plenty of time, and then bam. Let's do time it. flies when you're having fun. It was just a fun season, I think. We, uh, have we got a week? Is this going to decide MVP? Like, what, <sighs> how many games left for, for, for Jokic? How many games left for Giannis? Like, for, for I, it's I so feel sh- like my decision's made. It's yeah, so right. close where I, under, I can understand someone using the last four games to decide, but they're both playing so well that, like, they're all playing so well that the, they're all going to play awesome in the next few games. Yeah. So it's going <laughs> to yeah. do nothing. What more could they do at this yeah. point? Like I was saying before, right, like today Jokic had 38, 18, and 6. Embiid had 44, 17, and 5 blocks. Giannis had a quiet 28 and 10. Yeah. But had 44 and 14 or whatever it fucking was against the Nets two days before, so... I've got Giannis personally right now just because, like, I think he's the best player and he won the title last year, finals MVP, yada, yada, yada. But, like, if you want to pick any of those three, be my guess. Did you know – is it just me or is there no Devin Booker buzz? Well, there is – There is. it's funny. There's buzz for, like, the next tier. It's like Booker – But they just ignored the Suns. Well, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, yes. I understand that the Suns won six, are going to win like 65 games, but you're going to tell me that Booker was as good as Embiid, Jokic, and Giannis? Like, no, he wasn't. It, it was the same with Donovan and, and the Jazz last yeah. year. True. Right? Yeah. True. Maybe just it's just too much of a cut and paste but, process at this point. But granted, Jokic and Giannis and Embiid aren't going anywhere anytime soon, but. The crop of Booker, Tatum, Luca, who I think I have it um, three, what four, five, six in whatever order, they're going to be pushing for these MVP conversations over the next five years. Yeah, like um, it's, it's exciting. So uh, I think a new dawn coming. is upon us. Mm. Mm. So yeah. well, fellas, that's kind of it. Yeah, awards week next week. Awards week. Uh, until then, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo, here as always with Jake Eisenberg and Matt Beatty. We will catch you next week. Stream us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Peace.